wrapping up the previous games and looking forward to the ones to come. This is Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts in downtown Eaton, a Northern Colorado's voice. 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Here's Clark Johnson. Good Saturday morning, everybody. Welcome to Preps Rewind right here on Northern Colorado's Voice. It's 103.1 and 1310 KFK. I'm Clark Johnson. Behind the glass, our producer, Michael Kirkpatrick, spinning the records back there on a Saturday. Three big interviews. Um, Nice long interview with uh, Matt Johansson, the uh, Fossil Ridge Sabres uh, basketball coach. Number one team in the state. Best team in the state in basketball in Colorado. And this guy... I mean, he's going on. All, he's been almost there for 30 years, just coaching basketball. Great stuff since the school opened. Matt Johansson, we're going to talk to Matt about his club and all sorts of stuff. Tony Mastari, uh, Eaton Reds wrestling coach, going to jump on with us as well. And so is Talking Wrestling, uh, senior out at uh, University High School, Paxton Daggett, will jump on the program as well. Our program always brought to you by uh, our good friends at uh, Gould Parts in downtown Eaton, 454 any part you need, Gould Parts in downtown Eaton is going to uh, absolutely suit you up, folks. Right off of Highway 85 and Collins Street downtown, as I said, circle that number, stick it on the fridge. Car parts, truck parts, machine parts, any part you need, it's Gould Parts in downtown Eaton, 454-3355. Um, NFL weekend, we got games coming up today. Jacksonville and Kansas City going to go. And then tonight, that's a 2.30 game. Then 6.15 tonight, the Giants and the Eagles uh, will face off. And then on Sunday, the Bills and the Bengals will have at it at uh, 1 o'clock. And then at 4.30, the Cowboys and the 49ers. Great week. Michael Kirkpatrick, the biggest Denver Bronco fan I know. I'm a Charger fan. I'm more embarrassed than he is. I, he had to sit through the whole season. I had to get the uh, the feeling that my Chargers actually were finding ways not to be Chargers. Well, no, they were last weekend. 27 nothing lead against Jacksonville. They score a late touchdown, Jacksonville does, in the first half. And I turned to my son and I said, not so fast, my friend. We're not done here. This team's coming back. Yeah, didn't think they'd come back and beat them, but of course they did 31-30 and they found a way to be the Chargers. Michael, whose shoes would you rather be in? You know your Broncos are going to be back sometime. My Chargers have never been there. Go Broncos. Yeah. No, your Chargers have been there uh, to the Super Bowl. Oh, and they got run by the 49ers that year. Yeah, yeah. They the 49ers were really good and the they Chargers were... were Really okay. Really okay is a good way to put that, yeah. I mean, they, they had Stan Humphreys. <laughs> oh, God. And, and Natron what a, Means. What a mind you have. That's right. Yeah, you don't. And, and Stan Humphreys will play a little bit for the Redskins, too. You, you just you kind of don't win with Stan Humphreys. But uh, all the way to you, the— You go to the Super go, Bowl. And then you face a real NFL team. Well, um, and I don't know about you, but it, I mean, and I know you had to struggle through the season a lot, but it was like a, it was instant heart attack last, uh, last weekend when the, uh, you could just see the Chargers starting to melt. So, and my problem is I wanted Brandon Staley the whole time to be fired. I think he's a terrible coach, terrible game coach, but now you've gotten him to the playoffs. I think that's probably enough. Well, I think he's a great coach for you guys. Yeah, and I would love do. to see <laughs> him. I would love to, them to give him a 20 year contract. <laughs> Yeah, I or get that. Or a, a I contract get that. through to the end of his life. Realize, people that don't know Micah, uh, he is the uh, the uh, 
a consummate Bronco fan and wants everything in the league to happen so that the Broncos have success. And if the uh, rest of the folks in the American League or the uh, the AFC West are are horrible, his Broncos will come to the uh, foretop. All right, I'm not going to ask you to do spreads here, Micah, but let's go over the games. Jags, Chiefs. Um, Public says the Chiefs are going to run away with this. They're a nine-point favorite. Do the Chiefs blow out the Jags, or does Doug Peterson keep it close? Oh, yeah, absolutely they blow them out. All right. Absolutely. Look, I I don't... I don't think that the Jags are a bad team. I just think that there is a difference between the elite teams in the NFL and the the okay to good teams. And right now we have the Jaguars, who I think are okay. All right, so that's the first game. That's 2.30 today, uh, tonight, 6.15. Giants and Eagles. It's an interdivision game. I get that. Eagles are a seven and a half point favorite. Do the Eagles take care of business at home? I got a bad feeling about this one. You do. Just like how I had a bad feeling about the Vikings, I think the Giants are sneaky dangerous. Yeah. They're, they're sneaky dangerous. I'm going to say. Philadelphia, but I think Philadelphia wins by three, and they're going to be scared. Ooh, that's a close one. Sunday, 1 o'clock, Bengals-Bills, the DeMar-Hamlin game that uh, blew up after five minutes when DeMar went down. Uh, the Bills are at home against the Bengals. I know the Bengals have three offensive linemen that will not be playing, so they're going to be shopping for uh, some uh, just some support up front on the offensive line. Uh, Bills are five and a half point favorite. Bills win at home or Bengals uh, in the upset? It's it's tough to beat the Bills at home, but it's the playoffs and a lot of home teams lose in the playoffs. I think the Bills take it. I don't. I think that the Bengals are overrated. There you go. Uh, best team against the spread in the NFL this year. Best moneymaker. However, I like. But the, but the Bills, I think, are also pretty injured. So I think so too. Yeah. Um. I. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I think it's 49ers-Chiefs. I think we have that rematch. Yeah, that very well could be. I think that's – is that the favored matchup? Maybe so. And then Cowboys-49ers, last one, so you've tipped your hat there. You're going 49ers against the Cowboys, right? Yeah, I, I think the Cowboys have uh, peaked, and I don't think it's because the Cowboys are good. I think it's because Tampa Bay was not good. Right. I think you were seeing Tampa Bay at its averagest. They've been worse. They've been better than they were in the playoffs. How about that? Four missed extra points. Yeah, is that amazing? Wow. How awful is that? Yeah, that's terrible. Nah. It's like missing four slam dunks. I mean, that's That makes that's me awful. feel good about my life. <laughs> it makes you feel like you could be an NFL kicker. Uh, we'll come back in a moment, get with our first guest. It is Matt Johansson, Fossil Ridge basketball coach, back in a moment on Northern Colorado's Voice, 1031-1310 KFKA. To the uh, program, it is. I almost said Clark and the coach. It is uh, Preps Rewind here on a Saturday. I could I could do a coach impression. <laughs> No, I just want seven hundred. That's right, seven zero zero. Bruce Dick, my partner in crime, has uh, eclipsed the seven hundred mark. He's at seven hundred one now, I believe. Uh, you're talking about coaches that have have a lot of wins. So let's talk about Matt Johansson, Fossil Ridge basketball coach. Caught up with him talking about his team. Here's Matt, coach. How are you this morning? 
I'm good, Clark. But you know what? I'm I'm a little I'm a little concerned. There was some dead air there. I you know that's, uh, uh, that's not like you. <laughs> that's Bruce. He's just sitting over there. He just it's dead air, Bruce. Should I seven hundred wins, and he thinks he can just sit you there? You know, I, I thought you uh, I, you know with all your experience, I thought that you know a little bit better production there, pal. Come on, you tighten it up. You know who we blame that on always is Michael Kirkpatrick back there in the uh, behind the glass. So uh, Mike, Mikey, right now is. Just he's still thinking about who the Broncos are going to yeah. hire as a coach. When, you when, know that's his that is his number one concern right now, Matt. <laughs> Matt, Matt, are you Matt? Are you a football fan? Are you a Bronco fan at all, or who do you go for in the I NFL? Love the Broncos, you yes. do. I am I am a football fan, and I I, I do love the Broncos. Who, and this year was tough. Yeah, very tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's Amy Adams, by the way. Um, who do you want the Broncos to get? Who's the coach that's going to come in that's going to settle this problem? Oh boy. Um, we missed on Kyle Shanahan. We sure did. Um, oh boy, did you know, we ever, I'm, Coach? I'm so upset about that. We've missed on Eric Bieniemy twice. Yep. Um, you know, I think we should have hired him a long time ago. Um, I don't know. Yep. I, I just don't know. I think uh, I, I, I don't think that uh, I, I hope Sean Payton um, because there's some track record there, but sure, sure. you know, I'm, I'm a little nervous about, uh, throwing a bunch of money at it and expecting, you know, things to change yep. when I think, it's, uh, something systemic, um, that needs to change. Yep. Um, you know, so I, I don't think it's just the coaching position. Yeah. So uh, coach, do you think there's anybody out there that they're just not letting us know that, I, I, that somebody I, just may come out of the blue? You know, the number of zeros that are on uh, this decision, you know, on the paycheck that's going on, um, uh, there's a lot we don't know, I'm sure. All right, let's talk a little Sabercat basketball. First of all, you've got three kiddos. How old are they now? Oh, geez, you would ask that. Well, I would. You? Uh, this is the uh, this is the big question that the dad has to answer. So, yeah, thirty-one, thirty, and twenty-five. All right, were they were they ball players? I mean, did they grow nope. up as uh, athletes? My oldest, my oldest daughter played a little bit right. in high school. Um, my second daughter. Um, she played in middle school, and she she wanted to play a little bit. You know, her freshman year, and she played, and she's like, "Nah, it's not for me." <laughs> and uh, which is great. She she was more of an artist, and um, you know, she she was in the uh, visual arts, and um, you know, and then my son just uh, was not a basketball player. So no. Yeah, well, um, let's let's talk about these eleven and one. I mean, you guys are rolling right now, um, all the way to the championship last year. Lost to Thunder Ridge in there. Compare these two teams a little bit. Um, what's the difference on the court? I looked at your at your Twitter and I saw you kind of giving some some kudos to your group that you guys are trying a few new things and that it is coming together. And I I, I believe from it, you said you had in that particular tweet, you said you had four double digit scores. So makes me think you just want a total contribution from the team. Seems like you're getting that. Bruce and I talk about it just doesn't matter if it's the starting five or the next five. Um, you guys don't really take a break. Well, that's the, I mean, that's how we're going to have to be successful. You know, when you lose a guy like Brock and, and uh, you know, uh, leadership from Will Hemme, you know, uh, our two seniors last year uh, were at that leadership spot, the point guard. Um, and then, you know, there's a, there's a big vacuum that needs to be filled and, you know, we're trying to do it by committee and, uh, you know, you just, when you lose a first team all state guy, sure. you're going to be different. Sure. 
And and so we're we're very different. Um, you know, I still think I we got guys that improved, uh, guys that are coming back, guys that returned. Um, they improved, and you know, we actually had this conversation yesterday at practice. Was you know, hey, uh, there's there's some things we're doing better than we were doing last year, but you know, there's still some things that we need to obviously work on. Everybody does, right? But you know. Um, you know, you can't just expect, well, I'm just going to do this and this is going to happen. No, you got to work at it. So we've been working at some stuff and, you know, hopefully we can get it figured out by the end of the year. And I like, I like our trajectory, um, but we're just not there yet. Uh, you know, Coach, I know losing Brock last year, I mean, anybody that loses a player like Brock, uh, there's a big void. But you have several seniors that have grown up playing together and have that continuity and, and probably those friendships that uh, are pretty united. That has to be a good feeling when you keep that many seniors because that's probably more than you've ever kept. This is definitely the most I've ever kept. Yeah. I kept nine um, the year that we went um, thirteen, fourteen that we went to the championship game, um, and they, that was another group that they played together. You know, all the way through, they really loved each other. They loved hanging out with each other. And one of their goals, you know, I, we all do goals, right? Um, and uh, you know, one of their goals was to spend every Saturday night together uh, doing film or very cool playing ping pong or whatever. But that was their that was their goal. You know, everybody showed up and everybody hung out together on Saturday nights. Well, so you go ahead, go ahead, was, coach. That, that was that was the you know the the kind of thing that you know they established, and you know people took you know the guys that came after them took notice of that. And, um, you know, this group is very similar. They, they really like each other, you know, um, you know, everything is not unicorns and rainbows, um, as you well know, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's those tough times that we get through that creates those relationships and, you know, how you deal with them and having that relationship helps us get through those. So, um, you know, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's good. Hey, you're obviously one of the guys you're led by. You're led by several, but uh, Nick Randall, terrific player. Uh, I know he's had some offers. Has he committed to any uh, college at this time? He has not. He has not. Yeah, you look at the numbers for Nick. I mean, twenty four and ten. You're on the number one team in the state. Um, that makes me think he's really on the wire for five uh, A player of the year as we get through this thing. I, there's a couple guys I want to talk about. How about Matthew Bolt? Talk to me about this kid. Another senior, um, another six five senior. Um, ten points, nine rebounds. You call him a hard worker. You call him a grinder. Talk about Matthew and how important he is to this club. Well. Um, you know, I think that if we have him last year, the way he's playing right now, we have a real shot at being Thunder Ridge, yep. um, in that, in that game, because he gives us another layer of toughness. Um, you know, he just, he rebounds the ball really well. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a capable ball handler. You know, he does a lot of little things that, you know, uh, every team needs, but he's just, he's, he came back from that knee injury. And, you know, he did it by getting up in the morning, getting in the gym every day and, you know, working on his game and, you know, rehabbing and everything that goes along with that. Um, I just, I, man, he works. Yep. And, 
he works his tail off and you know i give him i give him uh, crap every day because he you know he he walks around like an old man you know like he's, <laughs> his back's killing him and you know he can barely make it out of bed That's i said you know geez i'm 50 whatever years old i don't want to give that away but um you, you know, can't keep uh, it a secret forever you already said you had I, I you already said you had old kids come on now yes i know but, but anyway uh i said i i move better than you do pal you know <laughs> but i can't go get i can't go get uh, 21 rebounds i was no, gonna say but maybe you're not quite playing as well as he is right now coach no no exactly yeah Hey, another kid that I, you know, I I love all your kids, but uh, Ty Brown, man, yep. Mr. Energy, can knock it down, does so much for your team. Talk about Ty. Yeah, talk about his defense, too. That's yes. what I hear when I he hear the name Ty so Brown. Good. Well, it depends on the situation, but he's known as Lockdown Brown or Knockdown <laughs> Brown, either it. one. Yep. Well, and um, he can be the both on uh, two consecutive possessions. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I can't say enough about Ty. Um, it, once you get to know him, uh, you just you get to know the real Ty Brown. He just he's got a just a, a great personality to him, and uh, you know what a great kid. Uh, he's got goals. You know, he wants to be a pilot. Um, you know, he's in some, uh, training programs now with front range, you know, even during his senior year, um, he wants to play at the next level. Um, you know, he does so much for us. Um, he's stepped into that leadership role. Um, you know, he, he sees the floor for us. Um, he shoots the ball. Um, he's our best shooter, obviously. Um, you know, he, he leads us on defense and, you know, the guys kind of look up to him as far, well, I mean, he's our shortest guy, but they look up to him. <laughs> when they're on uh, their know, knees. As far as, you know. <laughs> as far as his leadership is concerned, they see him out there working hard. And they're like, man, he's working hard. We need to work hard, too. So it, he sets a great example for us. Well, I just loved watching Ty last summer, too. He played for the uh, Dom 24 team. And, and, you know, during their practices or games, you could just see his energy and, and like you said, how hard he worked. And uh, it didn't matter whether it's just a, you know, a simple fundamental drill or a live scrimmage. That guy gives it all and and what a great example he is for for any player out there uh just to emulate because uh love how the kid plays and he gets and and thank you for bringing that up because uh he gets uh he gets overlooked a lot and you know i would say you know he is uh right up there with our mvp candidates for our team yes nick is playing really well and you know everybody expects that but you know, uh, the things that Ty brings to the, the table, you know, I feel really comfortable when he's on the floor. You know, I know we're going to be fine when he's on the floor. And, you know, if we got him in a game, uh, you know, I, I I think we can play with anybody. We're talking with head basketball coach Matt Johansson over at uh, Fossil Ridge High School, number one team in the state. Ten seniors on this team. State runner-up last year. You're number one right now in the state. Is there is there any kind of pressure in your head that says now is the time? Look at all the seniors we've got. We've got to do it this year. It doesn't mean you can't do it in the next few years too with the the crew that's coming up for you. Uh, we've seen what the the under teams are, the the younger teams at uh, JV and C teams at, at Fossil. They're terrific. Um, but all those seniors right now, you almost clicked the gun last year. Does it? Do the do the kids talk about that? Do you sense they're thinking this this has to be it? 
Well, obviously, there's that sense of urgency when you have that many seniors and any seniors because they know that this is the end no matter what, right? Sure, sure. Um, but um, I will tell you that um, the, the pressure every year is self-imposed. Sure. You know, that's, <laughs> but that's, that's, that's just me. Um, if you know me and people that know me know I put way more pressure on myself than I could ever put on my kids. Um, and you know, I, I don't want to put pressure on the kids. I want them to just play. I want them to have fun. I want them to enjoy their experience. I want them to know that, you know, Hey, you know, we got to perform, but, um, you know, uh, my number one thing is, you know, let's, let's enjoy our, let's enjoy our journey here. Sure. But, uh, you know, I, I say that and that sounds all great and everything. Um, but, um, I put way more pressure on myself, and, and um, that's every year. But, yes, this year is exponentially more. <laughs> and, and, Matt, um, I, I, know you you put a, right now. I know you put a lot of pressure on yourself, but, uh, man, you need to enjoy this journey because – it doesn't matter what happens from now to the end of the season. What you've done with this program, what you've done with this group of kids, uh, can't be matched. Okay, it doesn't. It it's not about you know how far you advance, and I know you're going to advance a long ways, but that's not what it's about. You have done an incredible job uh, with this group, and uh, everything else is kind of cherry on top a little bit. Well, I appreciate that. And coming from, uh, you know, coming from you who uh, has the experience in let's, let's get a shout out to 700 plus. Here. Absolutely. Um, that's fantastic. And congratulations, my friend. Well, thanks, um, Matt. Coming, coming from you, that means a lot because, uh, you and I have had many deep conversations over the years and I value those. And I, any, any advice I get from you is, is well taken. All right. Before we let you go, Matt, I want to talk about a couple guys on your staff. Uh, one in particular, but uh, uh, Chris Hansen, I know he can shoot from anywhere. God, one of the best shooters I've ever seen. The guy I really wanted to lay on, though, was uh, Mitch Ackleson. Seven years with you on the staff here. He's a Fossil Ridge kid. I mean, he's a great, or, or was when he played there. Um, he was, uh, you know, an all-conference guy, I think, a couple of years and uh, and is huge. Uh, talk about Mitch and, and how much he's meant to you over the last seven years. Yeah, so uh, it goes back way before that. Mitch, um, you know, was a little guy that came out of Bolts Junior High School and, uh, you know, played for us. And uh, by his senior year, he was player of the year in, in uh, 4A, uh, uh, our, con- our, I'm sorry, our 4A conference, not the entire state, but um, in a conference that had, you know, uh, you know, five or six of the top ten in the state. Um, he was player of the year in conference and he's just so tough and, um, he brings that to the coaching staff. You know, he brings, uh, he brings that toughness. He challenges the kids in a, in a, you know, in a fun way. Um, you know, the kids love being around him. He challenges me. Uh, you know, he says, Hey, what about this? You know, he's not a yes man. Um, he's a, he's a really positive person for me to talk to. Um, you know, when I'm putting all that pressure on myself, he just, just tells me, Joe, relax. We got this, <laughs> you know, and, you know, uh, he, he knows when I'm overthinking, which is almost every day. Um, and he's really the uh, he's really the the rock in the program. And so uh, I, I don't know. I, I know I couldn't do it without Mitch. 
And I had the pleasure just, you know, a little bit of coaching Chris Hansen during the summer. And I was telling Clark, you know, he only put up 46. I remember the last game that we played. But what a great young man. And and, and Chris, all-state player for you, uh, played at uh, uh, Northwest Wyoming and then on to Idaho State. Yeah, and then uh, played overseas for yes, three seasons. Yes, played and professionally as well. Uh, he was basically an assistant coach his last year, um, you know, and he's been a, uh, when he came back and got his master's degree, he was a division one assistant, you know, that year. And, you know, he brings a, an amazing amount of uh, knowledge and energy uh, to the program. And um, let's, let's just say, uh, I get all the credit, but man, these guys, what they do is unbelievable. All right, uh, at Monarch tonight, uh, as you guys go, this is a, this is a salty team, man. They're nine and three. They've already beaten up on Pooter and Rocky, so they're running through the the Fort Collins teams. They know they want a shot at you tonight on the road. Six straight wins for you guys. It's a good matchup. I think Coach DeBerry's in his fourth year out there um, for uh, for Monarch on the road uh, tonight. What do you expect? I uh, expect them to keep doing what they do and sure. shoot the mess out of the ball. Oh man, um, no kidding! They uh, they've had a couple games where they've, I mean, uh, against Regis they hit fifteen threes, and against uh, Rocky they hit twelve, and um, you know they've had uh, I think five or uh, four or five other games where they've had ten plus. So I mean, we got to be ready to go. We got to. I mean, they're a good team. They're absolutely capable of beating us. So. We know we got to show up and we got to play well to uh, to beat them. Matt, here's here's my vision for this game for you tonight. So carry this through. How about about seven, eight overtimes, and then about <laughs> yeah. uh, four or five ejections from the Monarch side, and you guys still pull out the win. So there we go. So the, when the Lampkins travel there next Tuesday, <laughs> we have a shot. So they're so they're tired. That's right. That's right. He's trying to get you to do that the next four or five games too, so that on January thirty first, when the Lampkins come calling against the. Sabres, Cats that uh, uh, that you guys are a little out of it, but uh, I'm trying not, Clark. I'm trying not to think. About I don't that. even. And you know what, that. Matt? I don't think about it either. We have so much more before that. You know that oh. is you know so important, and and, and you, you cannot, <laughs> you cannot even look. Somebody asked me the date of it yesterday, and I said, I don't know. You go look. I'm not. I'm not yeah. finding out. That's right. This is a pretty good year in Fort Collins. Now I'm thinking about it, with uh, Coach Brubaker over at Pooter and Coach Gallegos at Rocky. Uh, you guys and, and Bruce at Fort Collins. This is one of the better years in recent history. All four teams in this uh, in this city, pretty tough. This has been what I've always wanted when I started coaching. And, you know, I've had an opportunity to go to Denver. Um, I've been offered jobs in Denver, and I say no. And I want to be here. I want to be part of Northern Colorado's basketball. Sure. Um, being awesome. You know, I just want to be a part of that because I know it's going to happen. And, you know, it's happening. You know, it, it, look at look at all the great players that we have here. Luke is, you know, Jesus, he might be player of the year in the conference, um, you know, the way he's playing. Um, you know, he might be player of the year in the state, you know, depending on how things go. But, um, you know, you look at Charlie over at, uh, at Rocky and you yep. look at uh, Silas, Silas over at Pooter and – Man, I you know there there are great great players, and you know I could I could go on about more. Jace is another one. Um, you know he's a one A at 
for Bruce. And, you know, just they're great players around here. And it's so much fun to see because, you know, I, 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 I look at the scores every night and I look and see, you know, the, I look and see how our teams are doing in uh, Fort Collins for the first. Um, because I just, I, I want everybody to just kick ass. <laughs> Sorry about that. But, uh, you know, I just, I, I want everybody up here to, to do well. And uh, I want basketball in Northern Colorado to be highly regarded. Yeah, simply yeah, love absolutely. that. You know, and, and you are. You're the guy that's made that happen up here, or been the catalyst, at least, for that happen. And now, Bruce, Matt, have a great a game tonight. No, yeah, and yeah, I mean, yeah. and have, have a great game tonight. Uh, I will. You, you guys will, uh, you know, put Monarch where they belong. Yeah, right. yeah we'll go do that. Uh, Coach, thanks so much for jumping on with us. Uh, good luck tonight, and we'll catch up with you down the road, okay? All right. Thanks, guys. And there is Matt Johansson, the uh, Fossil Ridge basketball coach, number one team in the state. It is Prep Rewind brought to you by Gould Parts. Coming back in a moment with the Re- Eaton Wrestling Coach, it's Tony Mastari. When we come back on Northern Colorado's Voice, 1031 and 1310 KFKA. Rewind continues here from the Allen Communication Studios. Talking wrestling a bunch of last couple of weeks here at KFKA and Clark and the Coach, which goes 10 to 11 on weekdays. Uh, myself and Bruce Dick. Uh, let's uh, catch up with Tony Mastari, Eaton Wrestling Coach. Here's Tony. Coach, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Fantastic. Um, yeah. i got to go football first with you, of course. Yeah, who's going to win the NFL? Who's your NFL pick to go win it all in this? As we're down to, uh, what are we down to, eight teams now. Um, I know one team it's not going to be. It's not going to be my uh, L.A. Chargers because they couldn't hold a lead against anybody and uh, got run 31-30 last week. Um, how did you come out on your picks last week? And who's going to win the whole thing, man? I gave up on picking. For <laughs> that away. Me too. <laughs> Come on, Tony. Um, I, oh man, it's hard when you're just hemorrhaging money. It feels like. Oh Bruce. sure, sure. I get it. I get it. Um, I would. I would pick either the Bills or the Forty ers Yeah, boy, don't the Forty ers look awfully tough right now? I know you've got uh, Allen and Mahomes on the other two uh, that are the other two favorites, of course, Kansas City and Buffalo. But to me, they're doing it with Brock Purdy. Uh, They're not making any mistakes, and they are the best defensive team in this league. I think it's just hard when you get a team like that and they're on a roll. It's just hard to stop them. Tony, I think you just convinced me to go – Maybe take those Bengals. <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at this guy. <laughs> Tony, let's talk about your Eaton Wrestling Squad. You know, we've we've talked about some of your great wrestlers, of course. They're, they're all over the page here on the on-the-mat rankings. Um, there's some new kids in the mix, though, that uh, um, I don't know that I had seen in there before. Uh, you've got a, a 106 wrestler in there, Blake Hawkins. I don't know I've seen that name. And at a buck 13, Ethan Deal also. Um, any other new wrestlers? And talk about those kids a little bit. I don't think so. Yeah, they're both freshmen. Uh, they've been competing since they were little kids. They, you know, they do. They put in the time with club wrestling, all that sort of stuff. So um, it's always nice. And Coach Dick can probably attest to this. It's nice to have a have an advanced freshman come in that you can kind of just put in the lineup and boy, no kidding, they can start to make an they can start to make an impact. Yeah, yeah. It it doesn't happen that often, Tony, in basketball. But when it does, 
it's like just a <laughs> this kid's a freshman and we're going to have him for four years and he just keeps getting better and better and better. Yeah, you just got to take advantage of it. No kidding. All right. Uh, yesterday, uh, today, you guys go you get uh, Denver East. Is that right? Cheyenne East. Cheyenne East. That's right. Cheyenne, Cheyenne East. Yeah. East. Clark and, went south instead of north. Yeah, with my exactly. brain, my brain went south instead of north. I'll tell you that. Uh, um, battling here. Um, yeah, tomorrow is it tomorrow night? Tell me about the the big event that's coming up. You started to mention it, and that's where I said, "Let's get you on the air and talk about it." Uh, what's coming up this week? So tomorrow night we're wrestling Windsor High School. It is at, at Windsor Eaton. at Eaton. Okay. No, it's at, at Eaton. At Eaton. Um, it's the first time that I that I remember doing any sort of thing like this. Um, we're doing an alumni appreciation night where we're inviting old alumni coaches and wrestlers back. Ooh, fantastic! Um, to come back and watch the duel, check out the new facilities, um, just kind of make it make it an exciting event um, for those guys. You know all the all the groundwork and stuff that they laid for, for the guys that are in the program now. Um, going gonna to honor them and, and introduce them uh, in between halfway. We're going to wrestle the first seven matches, and then we'll take an intermission. Fantastic. And then we'll wrestle the second seven. Nice. In, in the intermission, we'll kind of bring those guys out and introduce them and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Hopefully it's a, it's a good turnout, and we can just kind of keep building it from there. Coach, if you can, uh, can you mention a couple guys that will be, that'll be back, uh, alumni that you know know that are returning? Um, I think some of the Unrhyne boys will be back. Oh, so um, there you have, go. They've got nephews. So their nephews are the Tribbett boys. That's right. Um, so I think some of the Unrhyne boys will be back. I know that some of the guys that I coached when I first was a head coach um, that are still around, I know that they'll probably be back. Um, I believe some of the guys from our first state championship team will be there. Um, yeah, so hopefully it's, a, hopefully it's a good turnout. I'm hoping we can get a bunch of the older guys from, you know, the – late 80s, early 90s and stuff to, to kind of come back and, and just see what we've done with the program. Fantastic. What, what time does that get going tomorrow night at Eaton High School? I think they're doing new facility tours. You can kind of wander around the school and sure. check it out. I think that's going to start about 545. Um, the dual meet will start about 615, 630-ish. Um, yeah, so... We're excited about that. I know the basketball floor was kind of messed up, at least as far I think they said it was short. Um, did they get that straightened out? Is the is the basketball team back on the home floor now? Yep, they did get it all fixed and straightened out. Uh, they actually played against. I think they played against Sterling last week. I think one of the days. Yeah, that's when Dean so, beat Sterling for the first time in the history of his career. I think. So, yeah, yeah, and they beat him pretty good. They so. did. And they, I will tell you this: we were supposed to wrestle Severance last night at home. Um, but due to the weather and everything, both school districts canceled school. Sure. So that dual meet has been moved to next Tuesday. Okay. That's a big one next too. Tuesday, yeah, next Tuesday at Eaton. It'll be pretty good. I think we're number I think we're one and four in the state, so that'll be pretty good. Where are you at now in the season? Are you over the halfway point? I mean, I know you've got three big weekends coming with the uh, Patriot League tournament, regionals and state, but where are you uh on the scope of things right now in the season? I think we're kind of we're kind of inching towards that home stretch a okay. little bit right now. Uh, we just kind of came off of a good tournament win at that Florence tournament, where I think I think there was only maybe two or three three A teams that weren't there. Sure. Um, so basically, it was kind of like our mini state tournament, which was really nice. Um, we had a good showing there. Um, after that, yeah, we go to the Patriot League tournament next weekend. So after that, that's going to be the 
kind of the home stretch and okay. figuring out what needs to be fixed and just keep going forward. You know, usually I'll ask a coach, depending on the sport, but I'll ask a coach, are you guys healthy at this point? How big are, not being a wrestling guy, how big are injuries on the wrestling front when you get on the mat? Uh, I mean, there are certain things that are big. I think at this point in time, you have to kind of reiterate to the kids that they need to understand the difference between an owie and an injury. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's we do that on a daily basis, Coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you get some kids that are injured, you know, ankle sprains and stuff like that. Sure. But, you know, jammed, jammed fingers and sore muscles yep. and, you know, banged up, banged up elbows and knees and stuff. I mean, that's, that's part of the game. You're just going to have to grit your teeth and tough through it and... Hopefully it comes out better for you. Right on. Uh, Tony, thanks, man, for jumping on with us, giving us uh, a little heads up on on the big uh, action tomorrow night out at Eaton High School. That's going to be fantastic for you guys. And uh, and good luck tonight in your duel, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up with you again soon, okay? Sounds good, guys. I appreciate it. All right, that was uh, Tony Mastari, the Eaton Wrestling Coach, as they uh, gear down, get ready for uh, the Patriot League Tournament, the uh, regionals and state all coming up shortly. Come back in a moment, and uh, we'll talk with Paxton Daggett, talking about wrestling. Football player, wrestler, a senior out at UH. Paxton's next on the show. Northern Colorado's Voice 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Preps Rewind on this Saturday here. NFL football coming up today and tomorrow. Playoffs? Playoffs? Yeah, we're going to get to it. Uh, talk to uh, University Senior Paxton Daggett, wrestler that I believe was fourth in state last year and uh, has a great chance, I think. He's number three in the on-the-mat rankings right now at his weight class and has a chance to go win a state title this year. Great football player as well. Here's the senior from UH, Paxton Daggett. Paxton, how are you this morning? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Fantastic, man. Thank, thanks for taking some time. Are we popping you out of class for this? Yeah, I'm just uh, sitting in my truck and parking lot. So. Out of way. Out of way. You can get in. You can get in a, in a class in a second. We'll take care of that. Um, we yeah. want to talk wrestling, but I just want to congratulate you on a great football season, man. Um, three hundred three hundred forty-five yards rushing. He had six touchdowns. He had sixteen catches for two fifty-three and three touchdowns. Um, all the 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 career in football at university that was fun, man. You were on a team that has really changed the culture there. That's got to be something that you hold uh, uh, pretty high. Yeah, so I mean, from my freshman year to my senior year, we went from missing the playoffs two years in a row to where we are, or where we were at the end of this season, so. Yeah, ter- terrific, terrific season for you. Wrestling now, uh, let's go there. First of all, uh, growing up, uh, wrestling, was that something you always did? Did you latch on to that not, you know, when you got into high school? And uh, who got you interested in that? Yeah, actually, my parents got me into that when I was about four years old. Wow, you've been so wrestling been- a long time. Yeah, I've been doing it for a really long time and going to a lot of tournaments when I was little and everything. So, yeah. So, Paxton, have you traveled to a lot of tournaments in the off season? Uh, you know, especially since high school, did you uh, uh, do some summer wrestling? I didn't do much summer wrestling. I was pretty football focused. I mm-hmm. went to I went to uh, Folkstyle Nationals in Iowa last year in March, and that was the last tournament I did before um, high school season started. So. 
All righty. I, I see. I know you were, I think you were fourth in state last year as a junior. Um, yeah. You're also with stakes placed as a sophomore, too. Do I see, when I see David Croson down there, is that is that Cole's dad? Yeah, that's Cole's dad. And is he still coaching? Yeah, he's our head coach. He's so. the head coach still. So does that mean Cole, have they taken Cole and said, yeah, you're a wrestler, too? Yeah, we finally got we got Cole wrestling <laughs> for us now. Good, so, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's any other football teammates that are that are also wrestlers. We find the the connection between uh, uh, football and wrestling. Coaches love football. Coaches love their guys to go wrestle. Yeah. There's just so many advantages uh, that when you wrestle, you can bring it to the football field as well. Other football players that wrestle as well. Yeah, we have a lot. I mean, we got Caleb, Deshaun, um, Titan. Yeah, a lot of our guys play football, yeah. too. So. No, no doubt. Talk to me about, so you're wrestling a buck 65 right now, right? Yeah. Where are you on that 165? Are you what, what are you weighing in at right now? I'm on the heavier side, so, like, um, I'm usually walking around at, like, 173, 174, um, cutting down. It, it hasn't been too bad of a cut, but I'm cutting about 10 pounds, usually. And do you, do you have, have to, yeah, do you have to watch that next level? Because that next level is 175. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not um, too worried about going up there. I'm probably. I'm kind of stuck where I'm at. Okay. I'd say because we got a two pound allowance. So you uh, do. Okay. Yeah. So it's sixty sevens right now. So I'm doing pretty good on weight most of the time. But. So so Paxton, do you are you one of those guys though that uh, weighs in the morning and <laughs> by uh, weigh in time you have to cut a pound, or are are you uh, pretty consistent being down when you know you have weigh ins? <laughs> well, I never actually missed weight, but um, um, I've been pretty close on a lot of my weigh-ins this year. So, yeah, I cut it close quite often. Saw a write-up on that you did, uh, I think it was last year after State, and they asked you some questions in there. I love your mental approach, man. Uh, trying to get yourself to relax and do a little praying. That always works pretty well for uh, for me and for Coach, and I think that's a pretty good way to go. Um, yeah. How how big how do nerves play in, in for you? Football, wrestling, before a big match, before a big game, are you able to keep the uh, the nerves to, a, to a, a good level? I mean, I've been doing it. As far as wrestling, anyways, I do get pretty nervous sometimes when it comes to like really big matches. But sure. I'm able to I'm able to calm myself down now. Like you said, I I pray before all my matches and um, I just work on my breathing and really help myself focus on what I need to do because um, I've been I've been doing it since I was really little, so I'm used to the nerves and um, I'm used to the big pressure situations. So by now, it's it's just part of the game. So. Latest on the Matt rankings, uh, uh, Coach Mastari sent me this uh, from Eaton today. Thanks, Tony. Uh, and we're going to talk to Tony at about 1040 this morning. But uh, you're sitting number three right now in a buck 65. Um, you've got a kid from Pueblo Central out on top, uh, Gennaro Pino, and a Centauri kid um, yeah. in front of you. Have any, any thoughts on those guys, or you got a brush kid behind you, too? Any of those do you, I mean, do you do you see the on the mat rankings first of all? Yeah, I've looked at them. Yeah, do you notice some of those names? Are those any of those wrestlers that you guys that you have gone against? Yeah, I know all of them. You do. Um, yeah, I've beat the brush guy, uh, the Centauri kid. I've lost him a couple times. I've never wrestled the Purple Central guy, but um, they're all beatable. Yep. Yeah. So I'm definitely. Up there in the running. For so, so your catching. your goal simply is a, is a realistic goal of going and grabbing a, a state championship this year. Yeah, yeah, that's the goal. Fantastic, man! And I see another. I see a Severance kid, Joe Trigstad. You know that dude from Severance? 
Yeah, I wrestled him once last year, I think. Okay. Um, what about other wrestlers at uh, at university that might be able to go to state this year? Um, are you single, or I see that Drew Ayers uh, is uh, number nine right now at his weight class, and uh, Jace Collette is uh, number twelve in his. But those are the only two other uh, university guys I see ranked. Um, what are you guys looking? Do you think there's a certain number you're trying to get to state this year? Yeah, I mean we have those two guys which should go for sure. Um, we don't have way too many ranked, but um, I think there's several guys like Deshaun and Caleb Braun, Aaron and um, Cole, and yeah, we have several several other guys that should be able to um, make it to state this year. So hoping to take at least at least five, hopefully six or seven. Hey, hey, Paxton, I wanted to ask you this: What's your difference on a uh, like your pre-football routine compared to your free? your pre-wrestling routine, the, the day of a game, day of a match. Uh, are, as, are there any similarities, or what are the major differences? Um, I guess the differences would be for football, I'm eating. <laughs> I <get> to, <laughs> That's right. Get get to eat. A, get, yeah, I got to have a big meal before my game. Stay energized. And then in, in wrestling, not so much. But um, with both, yeah, I just I make sure that I'm praying before. I compete, and um, that always helps me. It's just a routine. It's something I've always done, and it just helps calm my nerves and get myself mentally prepared. So I like uh, walking around on the field and getting ready for football games. And then in wrestling, I'm just pacing back and forth, warming up, thinking about my match. So, yep. Senior year at the university, is it too hard to sit there and single out your uh, your best memory at UH so far? Um, Just in general? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of good ones. Um, our win against Academy this year was actually pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah, That's it was great really win. exciting afterwards. Um, yeah. That was fun. I mean, taking trips with the football team, taking trips to Florence, even just this last weekend with the wrestling team, those have always been fun. Sure. Um, yeah, I have a lot of I have a lot of fun memories. So fantastic. Okay, well, before we let you go, senior year. So next year, um, are you looking at college? Are you looking at sports? Are you a football guy, or are they gonna they gonna get you the family members and everybody gonna get you to go wrestle at college? <laughs> um, well, I'm talking to a few colleges. It's looking like I'm wanting I'm wanting to wrestle next year. So. You you are sweet man. Cannot yeah. wait for that. Uh, hopefully, you stay local so we can keep an eye on you here. But uh, um, very 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 cool senior Bruce. You got anything else? For, no, for I just want to congratulate you on you know just just your successful you know athletic career. You know, it, you've done a great job helping turn that football program into a playoff contender every year, and the job you're doing on the mat is uh, to be commended. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, go have a wonderful day, Paxton, and uh, uh, we'll keep up with you. Love to talk to you again down the road as we get ready for state uh, championship wrestling, okay? All right, awesome. Thanks for having me. All right, there's Paxton Daggett, your senior from uh, University High School multi-sport athlete. It's going to do it for us on the program here today. Uh, Preps Rewind, folks. Um, Have a great weekend. Hug your kids. uh, Watch some great football. From Micah, I'm Clark. Have a great uh, weekend, as we said. Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA.